the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason. We're back here on this Tuesday. Uh, we're, what, eight days away now uh, from the Federal Reserve. And, uh, you know, I I don't know that we should make such a big deal out of it, but uh, you just can't help it. Uh, unfortunately, and really, I don't know why more people just don't come out and say it. The Fed actually can't do what it says it can do. Right? They, they, they actually can't. Right? Their tools in the toolbox don't actually work because the, all the tools are the same tool, just they call it something different. Like, like we're, we're, we're going to be shocked by this great new tool that they found. Well, what, oh my gosh, what, what tool did they possibly create? Oh, they've got another debt tool, which is what? Well, you know, we called it something. No, we called it quantitative easing. Oh, I see. What does that mean? Well, we're, we're adding more debt. Oh. Okay. Uh, interest rates. Oh, well, you know, we, we raised them and we lowered them. And, and see, by, by raising and lowering, somehow we can control inflation and we can control the debt, right? We can do all these great things. Of course in their little textbooks, because, you know, these guys are all smart. Let's, let's, let's not mistake it here. I mean, listen, I'm just your average guy. Uh, I don't have super intelligence. Put it this way, Harvard and Yale and Skull and Bones and MIT, right? They didn't want me. See, in their little textbooks, they said, oh, by the way, First of all, uh, if you really want control, you have to be absolutely private. In other words, the, the debt makers can't know what you're thinking. Because if they know what you're thinking, they'll take more risk, and that'll be bad. Of course, they did the opposite. In their little book, they told them, oh, by the way, you don't, don't you ever think about bringing interest rates to zero. I mean, heck, they've even talked about going negative. But yet they did it anyway. Why? Well, because, well, we broke it. And we don't want you to know that we broke it. We don't want you to know that all the tools that we claim we have actually don't work. Well, guess what? Today was another reminder, wasn't it? I told you the banking crisis isn't over. And they're going to try as hard as they can to make, oh, no, it's different this time. No, it's not. I'm gonna t- I've been telling you for years. I'm going to tell you again, and I know some of you took some action a month ago. The rest of you were thinking about it. Oh, think about doing it. Oh, no, it's all calm now. It's okay. Don't be lazy. Get your money out of the bank, and you better not have 
more than $250,000 in any one bank. And remember, just remember this, they had all, all your accounts up together. So, so keep that in mind. 800-951-0592. Allamericangold.com is the website. And Jason, I don't know how it's possible. Uh, but First Republic, remember them? Remember yeah. First Republic? Well, they're back. Uh, they had to announce earnings. And uh, they had to admit, well, we've lost over 40% of our deposits, which basically makes them insolvent. Here's the sad part. It was actually worse than that. Because remember, what was it, J.P. Morgan, a couple of them, they, 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 they put... $30 billion, you know, $10 billion a piece into the bank of First Republic to make it look better. They actually lost over half of all of their deposits. And on top of that, Jason, they're now having to borrow a $100 billion from the Federal Reserve. But here's the problem with First Republic. That's almost all of their deposits. Why in the world would they have to borrow all of their deposits? Yeah, that doesn't sound too good. <laughs> I mean, listen, that's I, I, just easy math. I heard this. I, mean, I heard right? this happen, Joe, and I'm like, oh man. And, and uh, just to backtrack, I mean, we were talking about the Fed and all the tools. That you did forget they do have one other tool, and that's this is the one they're really good at: finger pointing. When things go bad, man, that is the tool. Their fingers are a really massive tool because they can just blame that's somebody right. else. They, they only fix things. They don't break things that's you're right about that right and, and again uh, uh, they've used the media uh to perfection but this one is hard for me uh, by the way uh, you know we talked about moody's downgrading 11 banks yesterday uh first republic i don't know how i guess there were some people that haven't downgraded them enough uh they got another wave of downgrades but again I, i'm having a hard time with this because they they uh on their earnings statement, they, they actually said they made money. Yeah, yeah, believe it or not. Now, uh, not a lot of money, but uh, the problem is, is going forward, it doesn't look like they're going uh, to be able to go much farther. The, the, their stock was once $125. That's now uh, about $12 a share, and, and everyone today says they're going to go to $8 a share. Uh, but what the biggest thing that, that we're looking at, though, is the amount of money that First Republic is now on the hook for. They said that uh, the bank's deposits and loan exposures, deposits as of March 31st, were down 31%. I'm sorry, 41%. But remember... That's kind of a, a, a not quite true because all these other banks put a bunch of money in there. But we'll, we'll tell you the rest of the story when we get back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason. Patriot Radio News Hour. Again, uh, the uh, banking crisis. And it's really not a crisis. It really isn't. Here's what it is. Uh, very, because it's very, very simple. This one, uh, you know, unlike the financial crisis, because that was complicated, because we didn't really understand securitized debt obligations, uh, synthetic 
debt obligations and all these other off-balance sheet stuff and how it got priced or didn't get priced and all of this. This isn't that. This is simply banks that have maximized their risk because it's already being punished. you got to remember, the banks are already being punished by what the central bank has done. They were forced to buy securities that yielded nothing, essentially. or Well, right next to nothing. And if they get a bleed of deposits, because they don't have the money because they loan it all out, then they have to sell these securities. It's pretty simple. That makes sense. Well, the problem is they lose a ton of money, right? Because, well, interest rates aren't zero anymore. And what has happened to, to these banks is people, again, much smarter than I, that have looked at the other things the bank is doing. Okay, this doesn't have to do this, and everybody knows, okay, X amount of your money has to go into treasuries and has to go into, uh, you know, mortgage-backed securities, right? you got to have X amount of that in there. Everybody knows that. What are you doing with the other stuff? And if these people don't like what they've done, in other words, uh-oh, hey, that's pretty risky. That that doesn't look like that's such a good idea. Hey, you know what? I think I need to take my money out. Now, here's the problem, right? Us regular folk, you know, hey, I got my checking account there, right? My paycheck goes in there, and, you know, I don't know. I just, you know, it goes in there automatically, right? I, I, I get direct deposit, and I go in, I write out my bills, and, and heck, I may not even go to the bank. I don't remember the last time I went to the bank. Maybe I'll go to a random ATM here or there. You're not doing this stuff. But you know who is? Hey, the guys that got, hey, I've got $150 million. I got $500 million in your bank. I know that sounds crazy, but yeah, that's what happens. Guess what? They're doing that. Their guys are doing that. And when they don't like what they see, they take their money out because they know, uh-oh, this bank's going to go under. Pretty, you know, if I don't take my money out, the next guy's going to, right? I don't want to be the last guy holding the bag. But they had $172 billion. I'll just give you the number. $172 billion. Errorly similar to Silicon Valley Bank. Well, they came out. And announced that as of May 31st, they had $104.5 billion. The, the, the problem with that is $30 billion of that came from these other banks. So really, they lost, they really only had $74 billion. They, Jason, they had $100 billion worth of deposits leave the bank, but it gets better. Because they, they gave a number as of April 21st. So like, what is that, like Friday? They now say they've only got $102 billion 
dollars left in their accounts. And like I said, $30 billion of it came from these other big banks. But Jason, that means if they're borrowing $100 billion from the Fed to protect, they've only got $102 billion worth of deposits. I mean, uh, I, 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 it looks like it's totally worthless to me. I, I don't know. Yeah, these problems, uh, every single day, Joe, we, we talk about this stuff. It gets worse and worse every day. And I just, like with First Republic, it's just, <laughs> it's, how do you state that they're, the entirety of their of their deposits are, are, are just gone, right? And, and there's, there's, I think there's a lot of serious problems. There's a lot of people, a lot of institutions that are underreporting the severity of their situation. And it really, I don't joke about you, it feels like uh, – uh, musical chairs is getting ready to happen right now. A few, uh, a few uh, institutions, I think, it really feels like are not going to have a place to sit real soon here. That's what happened to Silicon Valley Bank. It's what happened to these others that were closing down or showing stress. Credit Suisse. Uh, that's going. It's happening, Joe. This, these things are happening in real time. They, you know, we talk about it. Hey, things are getting ready to go bad we, for for months and months and even years. We talk about how things are are on a on a razor's edge, fall off a cliff, right? Well. A couple of those banks have already fallen off the cliff, and it's just a matter of time before more and more institutions. You know, when you talk about commercial real estate, it goes on, it goes on and on and on. There's no liquidity. It's freezing up right now in front of it. I think liquidity is frozen up much more tighter than the news or anybody will admit. I think it's, it's, it's becoming a tough situation. And, and if you're talking about next week, but are they going to raise it a quarter point? I mean, really, Joe, you, you've been correct. It's a broken system, so if you just operate inside the broken system, you you at least stop raising it, or you would lower it on next week. That 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 would you know it, if you just operate inside your own broken system, you lower the rates. That's how you uh, try try to at least temporarily fix the problem and create a whole another problem, which is going to be more inflation. Well, and again, here's the thing. Let's let's because you brought up commercial real estate. You know, we, we've been talking about Brookfield and others and the defaults now. And these are easy walkaways, by the way. These are easy. You know, I think everyone learned. You know what's so funny is we didn't learn walking away was easy, did we? A lot of us uh, uh, out there that lost their homes probably wish they could go back and done it differently. Right? They probably wish, man, I shouldn't have even tried. Right, I I drained my bank accounts. I drained my. I took anything out of my 401k that I could. I ran up my credit cards. Right, I I put myself in the worst possible position before I walked away. Listen, these companies don't do that. They don't do that. They don't put themselves in the worst possible position. What do they do? They just say, "Hey, you know what? Uh, let's see." We got to refinance this debt. It's going to cost us X. We're only bringing in Y, right? Because, well, the, the building's more than half empty. Uh, yeah, let's just give the keys back to the bank. I mean, it's just that simple for them. And so when we look at it, where is most of the commercial real estate loans originating from? And the answer is very, very simply, 67% of all commercial real estate loans are held by small and regional banks, Jason, 
7%. So when you sit there and you look at a, a bank like First Republic, right, how many of these commercial real estate loans are going to go bad, right? How much more money are they going to need to borrow? And as you've stated many times the last few weeks, it's uh, the interest rates on these loans and how they come due. And uh, a businesses operate, you know, new businesses, even old businesses, they they uh, they operate in a certain way, and then they, they get that loan. And then after a couple of years goes by, they refinance it, right? And they bring in more revenue, and then they try, try to operate in a debt system profitably to move forward. Well, now with the interest rates been raised over the last year plus, it's, they can't do what they normally have been doing. And so a lot of businesses doing the normal thing to be successful, now we're trying to figure out, well, what did I do wrong? I did what you told me to do, right? Well, what what they told you to do, you should have been maybe looking at a different option when the rates went up, Joe. Just to give you an idea, and again, these are not my numbers. This is coming straight from the FDIC. This was at the end of 2022, so we know this number is actually smaller now. They only had $128 billion. So we're going to be conservative. They've lost $28 billion with Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. So they're down to probably probably right around $100 billion, maybe a little less, maybe in the 90s. Just, but let's give the bet. Let, let's stay at the one twenty-eight. Do you know how much of the insured deposits that covers? Because this is your quote-unquote insurance, right? Remember, oh, you've got FDIC insurance. It's about one point two percent. And of course, now that they've lost twenty billion, let's just call it about one percent. So think about this. They're trying to tell us, oh, no, every, you know, you, you're covered. But yet they only have 1% of the money. Now, how do you think they would come up with the rest of it? Right? Because that's really the problem. Because what do we got? Nine, ten trillion dollars of insured deposits. I think we've got about 16, 17 trillion in total deposits, maybe 18 trillion in deposits. About 10 trillion of that is insured. Where's the other 9.9 trillion dollars going to come from, Jason? Well, we know where it usually comes from. <laughs> I've I've seen some guys talking, Joe, as I'm watching and trying to figure all this out. You know, because it's, it's kind of simple but kind of complex at the same time. I've I've seen estimates that when this thing turns, and it will turn, we know that printing the money is is going to be the last resort. They're tr they're trying to raise rates and trying to you know, make things more normalized, I guess. But I've Joe, I've seen where they're going to be tr printing hundreds of trillions. Hundreds of trillions is the future. In a, in a year, two years, five years, whatever it is, next few years, $200 trillion printed and brought in. And, and we know through that FOIA request that they printed $29 trillion last time. And it's possible they were tr uh, printing a trillion a week during the, the coronavirus uh, emergency. So uh, a trillion a week. And we don't even know if, if they're actually doing that. But what if they've been doing that this entire time? The last year, $52 trillion has just been printed, and still it's broken. So what is it going to be? How much yeah, are they really going to print? Right. And, and I got more bad news. For those of you that are government workers, pension plans 
also major in, uh, investors in commercial real estate. The California State Teachers Retirement System says it is preparing to write down the value of its $52 billion commercial real estate portfolio. Jason, that's going to be very interesting because that's that will force some of these banks to have to write down the value as well. If CalPERS uh, is, is or the California Teachers Pensions writing down their values, uh, and again, the small and regional banks, I, I don't want to say it. I don't want to create panic. Be prepared. Don't be lazy. That's all I'm saying because this can, this, and again, it's always gradual, 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 and then suddenly, uh, all of a sudden, we've got another problem here. And I don't think anybody, including us, understood how much trouble First Republic was in. I mean, to me, this would scream of, hey, we got to get rid of these guys. These guys were bad operators of this bank. Uh, we need to, you know, come in and, and, and get rid of it. But instead, to try to stop, the, they couldn't deal with it, Jason, right? They're like, oh, my gosh, if we, do, if we take them out, uh, the panic will continue. Instead, let's just throw as much money as possible at it. And this is actually not out of... The ordinary. Banks close every year. They make bad decisions and they close down. It's just that the level of what's happening is is much more scarier. You know, the only years that it wasn't bank closures, this is always this is something everyone should be listening to. The two years before the 08 crash, there was no bank failures. And in twenty one and twenty two, there was no bank closures. Uh oh, I mean it's sure sure it's eerily similar, Joe. Yeah, time to catch up, right? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Quick look here at the markets. The Dow is down uh, one hundred and twenty-five points. The S and P is down thirty-three. The Nasdaq down one hundred and fifteen. Uh, gold's up fifty cents. Let's we'll round it up. We'll call it a dollar here. Nineteen ninety. Silver is off. 50 cents, not that that matters, right? Uh, they, the, the fake silver price, right? The, and I don't mean to laugh about it, but it is kind of funny. Yes, the paper silver price, uh, down 50 cents. Uh, the actual physical price, uh, not down at all. Uh, this market recap brought to you by our friends at Y Refi. Uh, and I get it. Listen, right? You got to have your gold and silver. Everybody needs it. Everybody. And you know this. Even the guys on TV, you know what's funny? In the 20-plus years I've been doing this, there was originally maybe a couple TV guys here or there. Well, maybe you can have some exposure to gold. Some, maybe. A couple percent. Right? Now, it, it, it is it is pretty funny. Because now, I, don't, I, I think, with, almost without exception, Every single one of them now says, oh, yeah, you got to have, you know, 5%, you know, some some even say 10% of your portfolio. You, you better have some. That's what we're here for. And you know you need it. But what about the people out there, hey, I've got a, I, I, hey, I've been, I've been doing, I've got it, right? And I keep adding, I keep adding, but, I, you know, i got to stay diversified. What else do I do? Gosh, I don't like what's happening here with Wall Street. Right, I don't want to be tied to that. I don't trust the banks. Well, check out my our friends over at Y Refi. If you've got at least fifty thousand dollars to invest, you can get up to ten point two five percent returns. I've told you, hey, if you want to do it for one year, they'll give you six and a quarter. 
just for one year if you want to try it out. If you want to go five years, 10.25% fixed rate of return. You can uh, turn your income on. You can turn it off. You can do whatever you want. If you need uh, your money back before the time ends, hey, you, you get all of your principal back, guys. Check them out, investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them, 888-Y-REFI-24, 888-Y-REFI-24. And, and Jason, I think it's it's kind of interesting because uh, we've heard from uh, like companies like McDonald's, Coke, Pepsi, Procter & Gamble, General Mills. They're all reporting great earnings, all of them. And guess what they're also all saying? Every single one of them. Oh, we've raised prices 10% just this year. Forget about what we did last year. We've raised it 10% this year. Yet somehow the inflation number keeps falling, Jason. It is, it is kind of interesting. Well, and, and uh, you know, stock prices tend to go up a little bit when they hear layoffs. It's, you know, you think it would be backwards, but... So, uh, the stockholders know that if you cut the fat off of, of, of your expenses, that that can be beneficial to the bottom line. And so, yeah, you're talking raise the price a little bit, cut some workers back. Here's the thing. The way the hiring was going on in, in the last couple of years, just not hiring means you're going to make more money, right, especially when you're raising the prices. So, so yeah, there, there you go. You, you, know, you, know, you haven't used the word demand destruction much this year yet. But that's coming, man. That, I think there's a level of demand destruction coming later this year. That's uh, we'll be saying it regularly. That uh, you know they're not going to need the workers, Joe. I've I've been to a few places recently. You know, uh, you know, Jack had a birthday and a few other things. I was out with my wife, seeing a lot of stores like uh, the Home Depot, with you know five or six people just having a little powwow, standing around. You know, the parking lot's a little emptier than they've been. You know, going to the restaurant and there's. A whole bunch of us greeters and waiters just kind of having a little powwow, and it's like, ooh, I know that I've run some restaurants, and that's not what I want to see when I'm running the restaurant. You know, that's so funny because I forget stuff all. So you know, every Tuesday, so today, me and my buddies both. By the way, uh, I, I we, we've been doing this now for a couple of years. I've never really bull. You know, I was the. Okay, uh, I'm bored. My wife's bored. Our kids were young. Oh, we'll go bowling today. You, you bowled like once a year. Uh, it's not very glamorous. We have a lot of fun. You know, I've got me, three of my buddies, and we go. Now, we do it right. Okay. So before we bowl, we've got to go to happy hour. I mean, come on. Right? I mean, that's, that's how you do it. Right? So we always go to the same place. And they've got uh, a shuffleboard table there. So we, we play shuffleboard and have a few cocktails. And then, uh, you know, an hour and a half later, let's go bowl. That's our little routine. And it's so funny you brought up this powwow. Because we last week, because this place is it's, it's a busy place. Well, busy place. It's been less busy. Been less busy. Especially now, spring training's over, right? All this other stuff. It, it's less busy. And all of a sudden, my buddy goes, oh, look at look at the powwow that's going on over there. And I turned around, and there was five of them around the hostess table, right? Just, just sitting there having a discussion. And I'm like, yeah, well, 
You know, we kind of looked around. You almost didn't, you know, because you get lost in your little world. But, yeah. The fear of losing employees keeps them, you keep them on longer than you probably need to. But you know what? I think when uh, the layoffs really hit, when everybody starts to feel some pain, there could be a couple of major layoff weeks, and that, that'll, that'll just get the whole steam engine running, man. Thursday's going to be an interesting day. We're going to have to watch for Thursday. Thursday's going to be jobless claims, right? They've been uh, really ramping up here. Do we break that 250,000 number uh, that we'll, we'll see? Uh, obviously, we've had a big round of, of layoff announcements. Again, more of these planned layoff announcements. Of course, Bed Bath & Beyond, they're trying to get someone to buy it. I don't think so. It looks like that's going to be a straight liquidation. Uh, and, and, again, think about that. Who owns that commercial real estate, right? And, and, uh, cities now, right? We know New York, right? They're, they're, they've got Chicago, San Francisco, right? We know about them. But it's cities, it's Boston, it's Houston, it's Dallas, right? It's it's really starting to spread all over the country. And and now uh, I'm starting to get reports that we're going to start seeing Bed Bath & Beyond. We knew about them, but there's a lot more retailers getting ready to close stores, Jason. Yeah, I've seen some uh, some pretty decent sized retails uh, retailers around here closing stuff in actually some pretty popular areas. So, uh, and I'm I'm seeing some pretty popular malls. The one, the few that are left, there's a couple of indoor malls around here that are still available. They're still up and running. Starting to see you know a lot of vacancies in there. So yeah, Joe, it's it's definitely coming. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Jason and I were coming right back. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Jason and Joe, and uh, I was talking to Joe on the break. I, something I was going to put on the air Friday and, and yesterday, but I, uh, I'll, I'll get to it today. Uh, I was watching a video, a guy that's in the UK, and uh, he, he does a little bit of economics news, like a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys out there, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, his listeners challenged him. Was like, look, go pull a thousand pounds out of your account. Now, now at his at the uh, the 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 ATMs there, he can pull 500 pounds. Okay, so the idea is, well, hey, go go to your t- bank tell, go to your bank, just get a thousand pounds out. And he's like, you know, he told him, don't panic. Yes, things are not good, but look, I'll do this thing, I'll do the experiment. And so, this took several days, almost a week, as he went there, and they told him, no, you cannot have a thousand pounds. Uh, if you really, really need to have a thousand pounds, forty-eight hours, we'll get we'll get you the thousand pounds in forty-eight hours. And he's like, okay. So he, he, you know, every time he came in, and he knew he knew that if he went to the ATM, at least at that current day, he can get five hundred pounds. So, so what he did is, is he uh, came in. He kept coming in just to see if he, you know the, the, the challenge is is to go in and get it the day you go in. So he can't do the forty-eight hour thing with the challenge. So he he waited to get it. So he's like, okay, well. If they don't let me pull it, I'll just close the account. So, so he goes in. He's like, I'd like a thousand pounds. He's like, Oh no, we can't do that. He's like, Well, I, I really want that thousand pounds. I want it today. And he asked for the manager or the, the guy, the head guy. And he's like, Well, no, you, it's going to forty-eight hours, and we'll, we'll let you do this. He's like, Well, I've decided to close my account. And I'm like, Well, that'll take seventy-two hours. And then they slid this little booklet of papers. 
He's like, you need to fill all this out, and you can you can now uh, empty your account, and it'll be seventy two hours. And he came back to his his YouTube show, and he's like, yeah, this this is this is bad. He's like, because if I can't even pull it out of the bank, just double what the ATM pulls. How fast will those ATMs be out when everybody needs it all at once? That's Joe. That's I mean, what is that equivalent here? It's, it's not much more here. So it's that's you know that's you know this is a guy that was telling people to stay calm. I'll, I'll show you that it's not a big deal, and he got he got it shoved right in his face. Listen, it, it is they they have you have no idea how challenging it is. I'll give you this is just here in this office. Uh, one of, one of the people here sold their vehicle, used vehicle, and it was six, seven thousand dollars. Okay, and she got the check, put it in the bank, and and hey, I want to take some cash out. So the first day, they they let her have five hundred dollars. She's like, okay, well then uh, she goes back in the next week. And said, well, you know, I want, you know, the other $6,500. Can I get that? Oh, no. Gave her, and I forget what the number was, $750 that day. Long story short, it took her over a month to get the $7,000 from the bank. Because every time they would go in there, they would only give her a little bit and a little bit, right? They and, and, and I say this to people all the time because uh, people they don't want to believe it. Because let's face it, like I said earlier, how many people actually go into the bank anymore? They're like, ah, oh, no, and people don't know. They truly don't, and that's the way they want it, right? They, listen, they don't want you going in the bank. Everyone gets direct deposit, right? Yeah, we got an ATM. You don't need to go in the bank. If you go in the bank, you may find out. Oh, wait a minute. Right, like Jason said, a thousand dollars ain't a lot of money. Mm-mm. Right, listen, I can't, I can't take my my family to Disneyland on a thousand dollars. You you know what I'm saying? And in, in, in to people that I've been and talking to people, I like to talk to to average people that aren't listening to the radio station or, or uh, gold customers, people that aren't are more knowledgeable, and they just won't have it that there's going to be a digital currency. They're not taking away my paper money. They're not taking away my coins. That's not. That's never going to happen. And I'll just. I'll just keep saying this. It's already happened. They took right. the gold in '33. They took the silver in 1965. They took the copper out of the pennies in 1983. They're going to take the paper. The paper is now a threat to their own. Their own created money is a threat to their Ponzi scheme. And they're going to take. Here's the thing. It's not that they're going to take the paper money. They are going to take it, and they've already done this before. They've done this over and over. When the, when the currency is too expensive, they need to replace it, and they've done it numerous times. Listen, 95% of the world is working towards a digital currency, period. Matter of fact, China, there's an article out just today. They've expanded it now. Uh, they're, 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 they're way ahead of the game. Uh, but it's coming, and, and, and those people that are living in denial, that's exactly how they want you to be in denial they, they don't want you to know keep your head in the sand uh because if enough of you start doing something about it we may have a problem uh today uh, i've got a good little special here we, we don't get a lot of these they're just well like anything else things are harder and harder to get i've got 75 five dollar liberties these are the older 1866 to 1907 you know quarter ounce gold piece 
$630. Think about this, all the way up to 1933, that was worth 5 bucks. I've got it on sale day. By the way, that's $20 a coin off. Uh, you can get four $5 Liberties, and it's only $20 more than a $20 gold piece. You don't get uh, things that close, especially when you go fractional. You always pay way more. Think about like a tenth ounce, a $5 American gold eagle today. It's like 300 I don't even know what it is. It's so expensive anymore. i got to find it on my sheet here. See, I... I <laughs> Uh, there it is, three hundred and twenty-five dollars on a tenth-ounce gold eagle. Uh, I've got five-dollar liberties, uh, f- good fractional gold here, old private gold, six hundred and thirty dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Jason and I coming right back, wrapping up the day. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two five-dollar. Uh, Liberty Gold Pieces, 1866 to 1907, save $30 a coin. Uh, you know, you buy four of them, it's $2,520. A $20 gold piece is 2500 bucks. Uh, you normally, and again, like I said, uh, you don't see that $5 Liberty that close. Uh, normally be like $2,600. So, uh, pick them up here, 800 951 Zero five nine two. As we continue to watch, you know, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Dan Bongino gone, Tucker Carlson gone. I uh, see it. I even got rid of Don Lemon. Uh, the the censorship uh, is is on its way. I think it's just a matter of time uh, when all of us again. The worse the problem gets. Because this is always the solution, isn't it? Really, you know, I always talk. Well, they, their solution is more debt. Usually the solution is more debt and less freedom, right, Jason? And I think that's what we're all facing here. The, a tremendous change going on on the Internet and, and shows and show hosts. Because uh, let's face it, we're talking Fox. But Joe and I know, even though this is KHNC and it's, it's uh, KXXT in, in uh, Arizona, there's still a stream going out on the Internet of these radio stations. So there's still the Internet is connected to everything, even just an AM radio station. You know, you, I don't remember Dave Hodges. I, uh, I heard someone told me Dave Hodges is going to be deplatformed, gone. Uh, you sent me an email this morning from this lady who's talking about all 14 of her ways of, of broadcasting her show, gone. It's all happening, right? It's, it feels like Alex Jones deplatforming and censoring on steroids right now. It seems like a lot of of talent on the, on the internet or on these. These TV stations are suddenly just being chopped. They're being axed. It's getting a little eerie, you know. As, as these kinds of things lead me to believe that uh, the economic situation is going to be changing here very soon. Yeah, and, and uh, we'll see how all of this uh, ends up playing out. It, it is uh, uh, it's concerning, right? But we've been concerned about this for for, for a while. The, the uh, the ability to control the narrative, uh, that is something that I think the Federal Reserve, when we talk about financially, uh, that's what they want. This is why, why do we have so many stock channels, right? It's, it's really, when you think about it, it's, why don't we have channels educating people on debt, right? Why don't we do that, right? Hey, you know, student loan, probably a dumb idea or whatever it may be, right? But no, 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 we, 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 we wanna, we wanna, 
teach everyone to be risky with their money. And and it's the same thing uh, when you look at uh, whether it's politics or anything else, uh, COVID, right? Uh, The the fact that uh, they don't think they have control of the narrative, that's just unacceptable. Yep, so we'll uh, we'll keep watching it because, you know, I, I, here's the thing. When, when somebody is being deplatformed, when someone's being censored and taken out, and, and Joe and I do radio every day, you know, the radio station and, and the Internet and the stream, you just got to sit there. You got to be wondering, like, what are, what are they doing? Uh, it, are we even in the uh, crosshairs of this sort of thing? You know, what, what What's going to happen next? And I'll tell you right now, Joe, you start shutting off – these sorts of platforms locally and nationally all over the place, uh, people are going to get freaked out. It's going to start freaking people out. Yeah, I think people are already freaked out. God bless everybody. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 